not hot in there. Showers, I think. It's probably should hit the push button. Okay, once on. again, we're talking about showers and not recording. Hey, we're not. It's not ten yet. We've got two minutes to production. No, you don't seem to understand. You want my brilliant pros? You can talk about red lights on. Oh, red lights on. Red lights. Let's shut that door, please. Well, he's bringing what? the check. Hold on. We're waiting to exit. To allow you guys. Exit stage left. But the bill is going to be fine. Nice, eloquent diatribe. You left that love. It's the only thing you're arguing with yourself. I don't know what the hell you're arguing about. Okay. So the year is. Wow. The easiest parties on us. I started thinking, do I start with the year? What do I start with? Do I start with the year? That's ridiculous. It's been so long. It has been a long time. Did we change years? We have a podcast in the fall. Pizza. This is Mike. We definitely podcasted in 2010, Joe. Joe, Mickey, James, and Todd. Okay. It's been so long. The year is 2010. It's the 20th of 10. October. It's 10 And you're wasting away on the North Coast with Amigo Schmo. Mike. Scott. And Mickey. Hey, the gang. And the gang. And now the rest of the people at the bar. We're recording, everybody. We made it. It's been a long time. Joe forgot what year it is. (laughs) I know. I just forgot how I do it. That's what she said. (laughs) And we are talking about all things Jimmy Buffett. From a, so that we means haven't home up until now. Yeah. From a great link, including the last section. <laughs> and that's why we're going to talk about Zach Brown Band today. <laughs> so what do you got in your hand there, Mike? Well, Joe did I mention the, uh, the Zach Brown Band because uh, it's Buffett-related because Buffett's on one of the tracks. And possibly and two. We'll, and we'll be talking about it yeah, later in the show. Too. I forgot what else I put in the email, but I'm sure... We have some gospel from the coast. Yeah, lots uh, lots has happened since our last show so much that I don't even feel like getting into the gospel from the coast. <laughs> so so we're not going to do it yeah, this time. So Mickey kicks the pulpit I mean, over. It's all old news by now. Jimmy did his Paris concert, which I think we were just on the eve of yeah. for the last show. He did the Paris concert. Um, uh, his latest appearance, or not latest, another appearance since then was a uh, political fundraiser for the Florida gubernatorial candidate, the Democratic gubernatorial candidate, uh, where I guess they raised uh, half a million dollars, and he played the usual songs. And the person, the rich guy that threw the, the fundraiser was delighted because Jimmy agreed to play his favorite song, which was Come Monday. So it was quite a sacrifice for Jimmy to play Come Monday. Digging deep for this guy. <laughs> rich guy. Mac McAnally got renominated for the fourth time for Musician of the Year. So that's pretty cool. And Mac is uh, saying he's quite humbled by all the attention, which it's just him being a sweet guy because we know he deserves it. How many times has he won it? Twice, I believe. It's last year for sure. I think I read twice. See if I. If all this news was fresh, I'd know, but since it's like a month old. (laughs) Okay. I don't know if you notice. From what Mickey mentioning it, but we have podcasts in a long time. <laughs> I'm just glad Mickey is still talking to us. And uh, <laughs> getting into uh, more recent stuff, the tour is resumed, so Jimmy's back on tour. Uh, he's performed twice already. 
for the sixth <laughs> We're finally podcast sixth leg of the tour. There's a whole new leg of the tour starting. Yeah, I don't even know if we talked about the fifth leg. Of the tour. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no, I think a whole leg, haven't. But he's now in the sixth leg of the tour, and he's already done two. He's got two more shows coming up, including the uh, the big tour finale on is it Saturday at Las Vegas? And also another thing that just cropped up today is that Margaritaville is coming to Chicago's Navy Pier. So this is this in Toronto, in the Niagara Falls or Toronto. Niagara Falls are the are like the closest ones to us. We can actually go to them. The Chicago one might be a bit closer. Like a, easier to get to anyway. He's taking over an old ale house on Navy Pier. <laughs> so that's that's kind of cool. And this just cropped up uh, this afternoon. Yeah, how about that? Well, wow, breaking news here. So we yeah we could do a field trip to uh, Chicago. That's not bad. We got to do we got to catch Roger in Chicago. Yeah, there you go. And go to Margaritaville. So that's your uh, gospel from the coast, and I'll be more thorough next time we podcast, unless it takes another month and a half. Yeah, it's gonna say. <laughs> Maybe in the winter we'll have another podcast. <laughs> or I could just jump Our into... seasonal. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to squeeze in two uh, concert roundups for this show, so I might just drop one in right now. This would be the Chicago show, which is the last concert of the fourth leg of the tour, which was middle of August. So here's the concert from Chicago. Ding, 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 ding. Round one. Hello, Jimmy. Hello, Mr. No, this is round four. Round four, that's right. Round four, round four yeah. from the village of Bridgeview, you, Illinois. That's right. And on the outskirts of the fabulous Ch- city of Chicago. Chicago. Mm-hmm. Here we are, and uh, the heat is broken. It's a really lovely it is a evening. gorgeous evening here at Toyota State Park, or what? No, what is it? <laughs> Toyota Park. Oh, excuse me. All right. Wait, well, might, I thought I was at the beach already. Right. I, mean, I was already. You know, going to the state we're park, off tomorrow. Right. I'll be in a state park tomorrow. Yeah, what are you gonna be doing anyway? Time I'm going. Uh, I'm going back home. We got two weeks off, and I'm gonna go uh, back home and go uh, get in the uh, salt water. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm gonna get in the salt water too on the Pacific. The, know, Pacific the Pacific. That's yeah, right. right. Back to your new home. That new home. For those yeah. of you who keep up with everything. Mike's back in California, and, yep. and uh, the, the state is uh, reeling from his presence. Yeah. But I got something to tell you, but oh, you already me, know. Let's hear it. We have a special guest here tonight, don't we? Uh, I've heard. There's a rumor out. Yeah, there's a rumor out. Yeah. Mr. Stanley is Mr. here. Mr. Stanley. Mr. Stanley is here, as in Stanley Cup. Oh, because we're in Chicago, the home of the, the Blackhawks. The home of the Stanley, Stanley Cup Championship NBA, Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. That's right. And uh, Patrick Kane, who scored the winning goal, is here tonight. Oh. Parrothead, he's been on tour with the Cups, and we uh, we drank from the Cup. You did? Yes. What, what did you drink from the Cup? Product. Product. Yes. You mean your product? I'm not ashamed to say it. It's, it's our own radio station, so I can yeah. say whatever I want. See, I'm burping already. I know. You've been drinking. I had Land Shark beer out of the Stanley Cup. Oh, boy. That's something. That? That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And we got some cheese heads in from Wisconsin. Oh, boy. Do you know she, what? Do you know cheese grows on trees? It does. Cheese grows in trees. I'm going in the fall to Wisconsin to go cheese picking. No, You're I am. I'm going up there. I got to go to. I got to go to Minnesota. Is that October the cheese picking October's season? October is cheese picking season in Wisconsin. It is because I got to go to. I got to go to Minnesota. Wait, oh, go Minnesota. To, what are you going to I'm Minnesota? I'm going to Minnesota because my plane is up there. My plane gets fixed in Minnesota. Oh, it does. I got to get some. Yeah, I got to go up there and do a little training. But I, I go through and I'm there for the cheese for the cheese blossom festivals <laughs> in Wisconsin. <laughs> 
Okay. It does. All right. So we got some cheese heads here tonight. Yeah. And I I love this place. It's yeah, big, it's a lot of people, and they, it's Saturday night. Usually we're panicked and we're behind schedule, but we're not today. No, it's it's a very relaxed day. It's cooled off. Yeah, look at it. There's a, there's a beach ball or two out there, as I'm seeing. Well, do you think there'll be uh, several beach balls on stage? On stage, we'll be dodging beach balls tonight, no doubt yeah, about uh-huh. that. But yeah. I just want to thank everybody <coughs> for these – because our summer's winding down. You know that? I know. I know. Well, we got about three, three more shows in the summer. Three more shows on the summer yeah, tour. And then it'll officially be over, yeah. I guess, the summer. But not summer us. Part. Not us. It's never over for us. No, no. It keeps we got rolling. Over. It just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. Yep. Yeah, and watch out, Australia. That's Could what happen. I hear. That's what I hear. Rumor has it. Yeah. Working on it right now. Yeah. Good day, mates down under. We might be coming your way. So that's it. That's all the talking. I'm out. All right. Sounds good. Let's do, do this show. Thanks to you for all for listening. Thank you all for coming from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh to Chicago tonight. Always a great run, and it's time to go to work. See you later. See ya. It looks like Jimmy was so eager to get that Stanley Cup on stage that he introduced it one song too early. Oh, yeah. It's getting cold in here. I feel it already. It's Saturday night. Anything can happen here. We're gonna get the uh, we're gonna get the jumping Mac McAnally machine going here right now. Yeah, I cannot wait. They gave Boat Drinks another try after five o'clock somewhere. It got interrupted again, but this time it was intentional. Doing a hockey song when it's 100 degrees in Chicago for. There must be something going on here. Maybe we got something we need to show you people. Hey, Patrick, come on out. Patrick Kane, the Stanley Cup. Patrick told me other than playing hockey, he wants to sing a little bit. So we're going to let the cut rust there, grab your tambourine. We're going to finish boat drinks, right? Latitudes and attitudes is our job. I always wanted to put it on my passport, you know. Occupation, changer of latitude. That'd get me thrown right in jail, wouldn't it? Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's a good job description. Thank you.
take. For anybody that's got to ride across the lake to get back to Michigan or Wisconsin tonight, you know where the boat leads from. We're going to go right now. Doesn't look like Lake Michigan up there, but maybe it is. Here come the ferry. Here come the boat. The night was filled with magic, they say, and up in the sky, they fed him in the water, filled with people, fed him by. And all the other people, when they wish upon the star, see the dolphin and the jolly man to tell them where they are. Spending those renegade days on a bottle of rum and lime. Singing, give me some words I can dance to. Everybody. Might need a little nourishment at this point. It's hot out there. Several people seem to have been drinking this evening. Yes, Mike. I swear to God. I came to this town many, many years ago with an acoustic guitar, and it's worked out pretty well, thanks to a lot of great people. So, uh, I think you always got to stay in touch with what you were as you go forward, and uh, this is a song I started writing in Chicago many, many years ago about a dear old man named Eddie Bauchowski who worked at The Quiet Night, and uh, I, if I did anything, I memorialized Eddie and, and what, the way he lived and the way he... Uh, he uh, impressed me and it wound up in this song. So, Eddie, wherever you are, I'm back in your town and this is for you. It's called He Went to Paris. It is simply about keeping your sense of humor when things get tragic, you know? Very good at each other, right? Now, wasn't it recently, is it Margaretville Cafe 25th anniversary? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. 25 years, holy crap. Hard to believe. It's very watch. Watch it. Yeah, I'm having it. Looks like you ran 26 miles or something. Yeah, and, and you've it turned feels, into Walter Matthau since then. <laughs> it feels like I ran 27 miles. <laughs> I've never seen. Now that he mentions it, that is, that is a Walter Matthau. Walk. It was my impersonate, my characterization of Walter Matthau. Yeah, I'm hurting. <laughs> Schmo has gotten out his latest Coconut Telegraph. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know if I. I'm surprised I got this. So I haven't got that. I'm, I must be off the mailing list now. I got one. The anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. When did you get it? How long ago? About a week ago. Really? I'm off the mailing list then. I didn't. Get and you can also get a PDF of it, which I thought was kind of cool. If you go to margaritaville.com, you can just get it as a PDF, which is uh, quite efficient. But then I got it in paper form. I want my paper one. Damn it! There's Jake. Yeah. 
Wow. I guess I have to buy something so I get back on the mailing list. And uh, yeah, speaking of Jake Shimabukuro, he's coming to town on the 5th, November 5th? 4th, I believe. It's a Thursday. 4th is a Thursday. That's what I said. <laughs> I'm with you, Mike. And then Joe's going to repeat everything I say tonight. <laughs> but And in uh, related news, Will Kimbar was coming to town. On the ninth, I thought. Ninth, yes. On the ninth, yes. <laughs> Well-oiled machine. <laughs> That's a Tuesday. I'm waiting for you to say it. We really go should go to both of these shows and if we're doing our jobs. Well, let's plan. We should report on these things. Anyway, I don't know. When I mentioned the 25th anniversary, I guess that's it. No, I mean on Facebook they had like a picture of that's a big deal. ceremony. Mike's not on Facebook, so back to that. Oh, we need to <laughs> talk about which ones we've been to. I've been to zero. <laughs> Orlando and I've been to Orlando. What's it? Glendale, Glendale, Arizona. I was gonna say Scottsdale wasn't Scottsdale. Glendale. Been to uh, South Carolina. Key West. I think that's it. I've ordered stuff from Key West. Ordered stuff from Las Vegas. They're the only ones that had the uh, the land shark hat that I had. My dog ate my first land shark hat that I bought in Orlando. When I went to order another one, they didn't have them anymore. So the only Margaritaville that had them was the Las Vegas one. Otherwise Which I would dog? Kick the dog's ass. The new one. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, the old one could have never chewed up a hat. When you say land shark hat, I mean, do you mean the beard or the fit? <laughs> the beard. Okay. Oh, you mean you had a hat with the, the fishy hat? Yeah, I don't know where it ever happened. I like okay, watching I you think. It's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> he puts so much effort into it. <laughs> He's so cute when he's trying to figure stuff out. You can almost see him put it together. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait for it. There. We well, were just staring blank at me like it's a beer. <laughs> and I said, did I, did I, did I say something wrong? It's a land shark. You know, that reminds me. I saw an article about Old Miss is trying to change its, uh, its uh, mascot. Yeah. And uh, one of the suggestions to what they can change to is the land shark. Huh. You can vote for them to change to the land shark. Oh, that's cool. And their symbol for the land shark is putting your hand right in front of your forehead, just like the old Jimmy Buffett fin sign. That would be cool. But it's not going to happen. And I was, reading up, uh, I was reading up on some of the, uh, the local blogs, local to them, local to them on... Uh, I'm suggesting to vote for Landshark for the mascot, and nobody mentioned Fins or Buffett or, at all, which I thought was kind of interesting. Or Landshark as a beer. Hmm. Thought I'd throw that in. That's cool. I heard a Buffett mention in a Todd Snyder song. A new one? Was it Margaritaville? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, it's something uh, called Old Vinyl or Vinyl Records or something about vinyl records <laughs> because uh, the lyrics are no, all wait for wait for Schmo <laughs> it's so look at him oh hey he's, he's with us now here he is no he uh, the lyrics are like clearly all records from uh, Snyder's collection he probably looked through his collection of uh, of old vinyl records and strung all these artists together in, into uh, into lyrics of the song 
and Buffett's one of the first ones mentioned. Of course, there's like hundreds of artists mentioned, so I guess I shouldn't be surprised Buffett mm. would be one. But was, hey, there's a Buffett reference, okay? Was Tim yeah. Buckley mentioned right before <laughs> Buffett? No, he wasn't going alphabetical. Oh, okay. And I would have been on to the alphabetical stuff now. I don't get burned by that anymore. <laughs> you, <laughs> I learned my once. <laughs> it's really funny. There's we'll also a, I'm not going to fall for that again. There's a Buffett reference in Modern Family tonight. Oh, is that right? Yeah, uh, we linked to it on the Twitter feed. But uh, the, the show that it's from is, is airing, well, actually it already aired, but it's tonight. It was tonight. You boys ought to relax. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, we just, we really want to make a good impression. Hmm. Gay adoptive parents with a minority baby. <laughs> Sugar's your diverse times three in demand. You're like Jimmy Buffett tickets to these hybrid driving straight white folks. <laughs> I hear that, girl. Yeah. Just his name. I mean, it's not like a big deal. That's okay. That's cool. It counts. Yeah, but <laughs> that's all it was in the Snyder song. I still brought it up. Yeah. And also, I noticed going through my archive of stuff to talk about that the uh, organization that put on the Gulf Coast concert, they had money to put on other fundraising events, or not fundraising, publicity, PR events for the area, and uh, they signed up Bon Jovi and Brad Paisley to do concerts at Gulf Shores. And the uh, Bon Jovi concert's already taken place, and it raised a little bit more money than Buffett did. Ooh. Wow. So I don't know what that really says. And also, I think the Brad Paisley... I'm not actually, I'm not actually sure. I think the Brad Paisley concert is about to happen or might have just already happened. But either way, Bon Jovi squeaked past Jimmy Buffett, wow. even though Buffett was first. Well, he got things warmed up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see Bon Jovi broadcast live without commercials anywhere, so so take that. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to our feature presentation? Our feature today. What do you have in your hands there, Mike? I mean, nothing right now. What's in Let's see. Now I have the uh, CD case from Zach Brown Band's latest uh, release here. You get what you give. It just came out. Um, now it's been a few weeks. I don't remember the exact I don't exact think that's thing. how you say it. I think it's you get what you give. <laughs> yeah, I have to have the inflection just right. <laughs> what you give. You get what you give. You get what you give. Okay, yeah. You get what you give. <laughs> so, our assignment was to uh, listen to the CD and uh, report back to our listeners. And I'm sure we've all done our homework. I just got it a couple days ago, so I didn't listen to it. So, whatever version this is that you have. I, yeah, apparently I, I learned after I bought I this that there are multiple versions. So I, I don't know if this is a good version or a crappy version. I know I bought it at Best Buy. It was the deluxe uh, version? It was what now? Yeah, I think Deluxe. So. That's how you can tell the difference. It's got more than 14 tracks, right? Yeah, it's got 16 tracks. Yeah, so. But this is what I thought was cool on iTunes. It was, it had, like, if you were to buy, you know, those enhanced CDs with videos and stuff. So this came automatically with my iTunes, which is photos, videos, even recipes. I did get recipes. Okay. Uh, uh. <laughs> but, um... Campfire filet tip chili, which sounds good. I, I, I think it does sound good. I, mean, I thought there were some really good photos in here. Actually, it sounds really good. And then, um... I'm hungry. 
<laughs> Actually, I didn't even look at the recipes yet. Is it five pounds? <laughs> Campfire chili and the pocket knife coleslaw. I don't have pocket knife coleslaw. Crunchy polenta cakes. I only have one recipe. Peach cobbler. Recipes are exclusives. Gosh darn it. You can't get good free stuff anyway. It's like I just I got get the deluxe edition and it's not even deluxe. What the hell? I know. It's but cool. I thought the videos were cool too. <laughs> that you don't have. Yeah. You don't have. You sure you don't have? Yeah, you don't have videos? Yeah. I've it's never popped this into the computer, so I'm not really sure. Well, why don't we pop it in and see? He doesn't have car. <laughs> he never brings. Mike can't the bring the case bring the and whole thing. the CD at the same time. Yeah, that's just. They stupid. don't exist together in my world. They're separate entities. They're really matter and antimatter. You had them together, only briefly. When he bought it, he had to carry it to the car in tongs. <laughs> I like it because it has all the lyrics for every song. So as you're playing it, yeah, you see the lyrics. Okay, Oh, is that an iTunes LP? So what, do I have to buy this on iTunes now, too? Yes. Damn it. <laughs> I think I'm effectively doing myself a favor having the physical copy. Now I have to buy it again. But they didn't give you the... It's funny, they didn't give you the lyrics to the bonus track. I just noticed yeah. That's actually really cool how they did that. Yeah, I thought it was really... It's like a whole app within... Yeah, it's an iTunes. app within... Within well, iTunes? Damn it! Yeah. Now he's yeah. repeating what Mike says. <laughs> it's the little disease going. <laughs> Mike's just a prompter for everybody. I know. Just edit Mike's voice out and just whatever. The we listeners say. aren't going to get bored with this. What the hell? I'm hearing things twice. <laughs> well, once again, well, you get what packages. you give. You, you get, get what, what you give. You get what Zach gave. You get what you give. Ironically, we're reviewing a country get album, and we all know my thoughts on country. Yeah, so what did you suggest it then? <laughs> it's all yours. But you have to come around. But he is Taylor's coming around. Come this on, was you know? Scott's idea way, way back when we were young. and, and <laughs> Back when it was summer. <laughs> back when this album was new. A couple of years ago, he wouldn't even think to buy this record. Oh, God, even, no. Even let alone listen to this record. Well, I was always open to listening to anything, but I would have never got past the first two tracks. I mean... I would have listened to the one song with Jimmy Buffett, maybe. But, and I'm amazed at how much I'm listening to this album. And, I mean, are we going to do a song by song, or how do you want to do it? We could. I brought the. Yeah, tell me all about it, guys, since I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, we'll give Schmo a preview then. Should I? I well, the first track, Let It Go. Isn't. That's actually, you were going to say this, mm -hmm. I predict. It's on the, the previous record. Yeah. Only the previous version is live. This yeah. is the studio version. Now, if we say the previous record, I just have Foundation. First Foundation. Foundation. Okay. He only has two really major, I mean. And the other one is some kind of live, live, live kind of collection. Yeah. I don't have that. So yeah, I was The live collection is actually live. my favorite album. Um, a little bit like Roger Klein. I mean, live at Billy Bob's to me set the tone for me with Roger Klein in terms of listenability. And then you learn to appreciate it and you can listen to it, studio versions, which to me are different, but not as nowhere near the excitement. And I think what really, you know, I listened to the foundation, Zach's first album, but when that live, the Pass the Jar came out, which is apparently um, some type of they were raising money for now I can't think he mentions it a bunch of times in the 
so, uh, like a little theater, some Georgia theater or Atlanta theater or something, you know, something that when he started playing, it was like a hundred people, uh, you know, then it grew to, you know, then he was selling the place out, kind of very Buffett-esque story. Um, but that album has Kid Rock in it. He does a great song with Kid Rock. Um, that when I DJ, actually, people always come up to me and say, you know, um, that's a cover of something. Right? Yes. Um, what's the name Is of that? Is it like song? a Skinnerd song or something? Can't you see? Okay. All right. Um, that's what that woman? Yeah, this how it goes. I don't know. I mean, I knew it wasn't an original song. But I, yeah. Oh, Marshall Almond Tucker. Brothers. Almond Brothers. So Almond Brothers and Marshall Tucker. I just googled. Says. I think it was Doesn't say the original though. No, it says I'm sorry. Yeah, it sounds. I think it's, it's the Marshall, Marshall Tucker, Tucker band. Or at least, Almond Brothers must have did a cover of it. Doesn't say it's the original. Huh. But I like that song, and that would be. Uh, and it's very thing. good. He introduces Kid Rock. The crowd goes nuts. You know, he says, "This is my, you know, brother in this business." You know, give it up for Kid Rock. And they sound really, really good together. One of the things that I appreciate with Zach Brown is, to me, and I'm not as as a audiophile as, let's say, you are definitely not Mickey, but I really appreciate Zach Brown's voice. And that's one yeah. of the, I mean, it's a standout to me in days of horrible music and horrible musicians who are making a ton of money who can't sing. Zach Brown really impresses me lyrically. Um, both his voice and the way he writes music. Now, I don't know that, to, to me, and this might be too much of a review, to me, the, the music doesn't impress me. I think his band, is they're all good, but in terms of his ability, and I don't know who's writing the actual music components, but I see a little bit too much of the same to me. Nothing really impresses me. Hmm. Now, see, I, I don't know. I was very impressed with the, uh, the level of expertise. I was... Uh, yeah, I always thought from the foundation that he could, they could play the guitar. And, and I don't... The, the, yeah, I think the they could play the instrument. The guy. Now, I don't know like, that it comes across like as well as it could like in a studio album, but when you listen to live stuff and like that, let it go. This is the song live. I enjoy it, the live version much better. I don't know if for some reason yeah. it just comes off better than the studio version. I agree. It's not that I don't like them, but Joe mentioned this earlier when we were just casually talking about the album, is that like a lot of stuff sounds the same. Yeah, and okay, so the second track is Knee Deep featuring Jimmy Buffett, and I kept... Another song from Foundation kept coming. I didn't listen to this. Too. Miss Janet, why do you come over? Another song from You're Foundation kept uh, coming into mind. I forget what song it was. Uh, isn't that where the sure. boat leaves? No, no, no. That, no, this that wasn't that one. There, there's there's another one. Just on a here. little bit. Just, it, it, no, I didn't get that on that. But there's another song on here that is like the same thing, and we'll get to it as where the boat leaves from. But this one was unique, and you know what? I, I'm still feeling that it's like the best song on the record. The I'm knee still deep. on Knee Deep as being the best. I did like it. And I liked it right away. Um, I will admit that I did like that song right away. It did just sound familiar like other, but I, you know, I, I liked it. 
like the song. It reminded me of Wondering Where the Lions Are from uh, Hoot and also Bruce yeah, Coburn. Yeah, it's got that hook in there. The it's got that bouncy, yep. uh, bouncy get, kind of melody. Yep. But I can see this being, you know, I don't think it's the single off this record. I, there's another one that's the single off here. But I, I can see this being a big song next summer. It's a summertime thing, and, and uh, I can see it being a big radio deal. Yeah, I, I question the release, a September release for an album like this. I mean, with something like that. Other than it, just I guess you could build up quietly. I mean, I don't know how marketing works in record. Maybe Christmas though. Yeah, see, they want to have that. They can time this. There's some other good stuff on here that's radio worthy that could be singles, and they could easily get through the fall and the spring and then that song would be big in the summertime I'm telling you well it took a while for chicken fried to come around mm -hmm. I mean that wasn't in toes yeah it was a big summer song two summers ago actually so that's my prediction we'll see if it ever I think it'll be big next summer but it's I enjoy that so far that's my favorite one on the record I like it and it's my favorite song that I've heard off this album. I am I, I am impressed with his lyrics though. If you start reading yeah, some of the some lyrics, good stuff there's some here. just a, some really good lines. Except I'm, there's one song where he, he says, "Lick my sack." Yeah, yes. And I didn't care for that. That's, yeah. You know, at least say kiss my ass or something. You don't have to say lick my sack. Oh, I thought right. that was great. That you made thought it was the album. great, really? That made the album. <laughs> See, I, I'm right here lick my sack. That yeah. was like right with Mike. Because awesome. then I'm thinking I'm playing this for my kids. And I, I ah, do. screw your kids. <laughs> I don't buy CDs for your kids. I'm, oh, I'm praying that my son, you know, who's the type of kid. Yeah, what's talking about lick his sack? You know, exactly. I don't have that explanation. He's going to be running around, lick my sack. Lick yeah, my sack. exactly. So. <laughs> In fact, when I came over the other day, he said, lick my sack. <laughs> <laughs> Just, hey, Schmo, lick my sack. <laughs> Mr. Tashel said he had a rash and he wanted me to lick his sack. <laughs> yeah, that that was a little... But, but his, I, I do... Uh, you mentioned something from the other songs I've heard from him. He, he does the whole thing that Buffett did early on. Or, I mean, I always liked Buffett. Like, uh, the, the chorus changed a little every time. He seems to do that a little bit. Like, uh, just change it up a little time every time. Not just repeat, repeat, repeat. It's not like just a factory... There's some, you know what I mean? Like in a live situation, it'll just throw things. Yeah, but also the song them. itself, the chorus is just one line of the Yeah, that one line change. of the chorus. Oh, I see. It could be a little different, not yeah, just the yeah, same yeah. exact chorus. And not just every song, but it's just something that I always like when I first got into Buffett. You know, he would just do it. Yeah, yeah. You know? There's a perfect example okay. where the chorus changes okay. a little and tells a story. Yeah. It's my own damn fault. Winds up being my own damn fault yeah. before yeah. it was like some woman's fault. Yeah, he'll tweak it a little, even grow older, but not up, and it, and it doesn't matter, but it just changes a little bit, and it just keeps you on your toes while you're just listening to it. I don't know. It, it shows that some thought is being put into it. Okay, then cut and paste this chorus in here. Let's go to the verse. No. Like what we were doing when we wrote our song. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we took hours to come up with Shadows Tall. Track three. No hurry. No hurry. I I'm, this not, I'm not like super familiar with it. This song was pretty yeah. standard. Yeah. There isn't anything that I, I mean I totally can't stand. I like this song. This is a good it's kind of a buffety type song. I like it. 
I like this verse here. There's nothing wrong with an old cane fishing pole and the smell of early spring. Sit down in a fold-up easy chair in a quiet and shitty riverbank. Let the world go with, on without me. Wouldn't have it any other way because I ain't in no hurry today. Yeah. You think it's pretty standard, Mick? I mean, I didn't study the lyrics. I just listened to it. And just Yeah, it, it just struck me as a just a laid-back country song. Doesn't stick out. See, know, I like, I, it's got this laid-back kind of, you know, I don't know. I like it. It's along the Buffety type feel to it. And not blatantly yet, but... And track four, I Play the Road, is... Uh, his piano rock song, which is, I don't know, it's okay. I think I expected more from it. I was with him until he brought up the whole thing about having to leave his daughter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, oh, God, here we go. Play for the emotions. And then how are you going to sing that song live yeah. to an audience that you're, you're explaining that I had to leave my family to play for you? Yeah. So it's like, well, go home then. Yeah. Daughter's crying. Well, I mean, I read a thing on an article on him. I mean, they, he really... Until he got signed from a label, I mean, they had bought a uh, an airport shuttle bus. That was his touring bus, hmm. and they welded a generator to it. You know, I mean, they did. So they were his first two years. They said he they were barely putting gas in the thing. So he does kind of have a hard luck story. Now you don't know. See, here's what concerns me. Ever since, and I and I hate to even mention this person's name on this podcast. Ever since, like, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> you, when you found out, like... I don't think that's ever been mentioned. The, yeah, the label fed his bio. You know, they made him some motocross guy or whatever it was that he was. And so everybody thought that he was this person, but it turns out he was none of that. And so I'm always skeptical now when I read these stories about, you know, up-and-coming bands and what they've been through. <laughs> I mean, I read this whole article about, you know, how tough it was for them. And, and then they got signed, and, and then the label fell through, and they didn't get any money. And then, I mean, I heard this, but you never, I just don't trust it now. Well, I don't it could know be twisted a little, and it could be made a little more dramatic. But the thing with him is, I want to believe his honesty. When you look at Zach Brown, there's some sense of sincerity and honesty, I think, in his, in, just from it's watching her. No, yeah. no, he seems. Uh, he seems like he's straight up. And he, you know, we saw that with. Bobbitt there's there's a genuineness to him. Yeah. Without, I mean, at the risk of, I mean, I guess we haven't. I haven't been called gay in the podcast in a while. We haven't done a podcast in a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the only <laughs> That's reason. That's the only reason. <laughs> That's it. But um, very. Mick, Mick was really fast. You, with that. you look at wow. someone's smile, and you just see this this scenario. I mean, we were talking about Greg earlier. You knew Greg was a nice person when he, you know, got you chuckle out of him or a laugh, you know, a smile. There's just sincerity behind it in your eyes, and I believe that with Zach Brown. And then you knew he was annoying when he threw popcorn in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but he spilled pickle juice all over. Yeah. So I play the road decent, cold-hearted. I didn't care too much for that one. I mean, that's it's it's okay. It's pretty short. I didn't. <laughs> Your book doesn't even have the title. <laughs> deluxe edition is it? Yeah, the Times. Jeez. The only thing I wrote down was that it reminded me of Florida's. The melody of it. Oh, really? But I think it was around this part where I started to really appreciate the vocals, like Scott was saying. I, th um, I was really impressed. I didn't really 
uh, listen to the foundation that much. This is like the full. This is the first full Zach Brown album I've listened to, and I was really impressed with his vocals. He's got well, a some really of the, good voice. Yeah. yeah. The Washington Post, the Washington Post review referred to him as a smug James Taylor, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. Smug? Just, just ignoring the smug part. But once they mentioned James Taylor, his voice sounds a lot like James Taylor. But who's more smug, Zach Brown or James Taylor himself? I know, James Taylor. Does he get more smug. smug than James Taylor? I know. But he does. He really does sound like James Taylor, like a louder yeah. James Taylor. But the, the vocal sound is, is really similar. Well, if you go back to... smug James Taylor. <laughs> you go back to Let It Go. <laughs> you go back to Let It Go. The, the harmonies in there, some of the harmonies are like Paul yeah, Simonist. Because that's one of the reviews harmony. that I read is... It would fit in Paul Simon's Graceland album. Paul Simon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's another smug well, that, yeah, no, that's, that's, guy, too. That's redundant. Paul Simon's a lot more smug than James Taylor is. The Washington Post article also mentioned uh, the Jimmy Buffett cameo. He's so vain. He's, he's the definition of smug. <laughs> what the hell? It mentioned the Jimmy Buffett cameo by saying that the grand poobah of the beach Jimmy Buffett parasails in to offer his voice to Knee Deep. And I, I love the image of Jimmy Buffett parasailing. <laughs> just like, he just you know, drops in, does his vocal, and mm, waits for the next away. breeze to carry him away again. I like that image. <laughs> I agree. Track six. Whiskey's Gone. This is the one. This is the Lick My Sack song. Yeah. I thought this song was great. It's a barn burner. It's an up-tempo yeah, song. See, I'm going to love it. That was an excellent song. Hear, and he's going to say my, kiss my ass. And he's going to say kiss my ass. Well, yeah, it is. Lick my sack. Yeah, it actually is supposed to rhyme. I mean, kiss my ass would rhyme, but instead he says lick my sack, which makes it even funnier. To me, I didn't like the beat, the tempo. I didn't like... This um, like this to me is a typical country redneck song, oh, which is awesome. why I didn't like country. It's but I, I like the song, but I, I it lost me on the lick my sack thing. It lost me when he rapped, but I was fine with the lick my sack phrase. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this album now after hearing the. <laughs> but the, the rap thing say is it, say it. Yes, <laughs> lick my sack. I'm trying to. It's not on the lyrics. Is lick my sack. Oh, really? really? What do they it's have? Kiss my ass. Trying to think of where that line is. He hasn't gotten to it yet. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, track whatever. Quiet your mind. Quiet your mind. This had really good vocals too. Uh, With the again, full band, they I'm had forgetting it. I'm forgetting uh, it. A lot of harmony going. And Check your it notes. It was uh, an impressive performance. I have to have Scott read me a few of the lyrics then. Quiet your mind. Yeah. I hear the waves, sun beating down on my shoulders. I like this song. It's a near-perfect day, wishing I wouldn't get any older, they say. That it's gone before you know it. Quiet your mind, soak it all in. It's a game you can't win. You Enjoy go. the ride. Yeah. I feel the like change. This <laughs> yeah, this was a good one. It's, a, it, it's very strong. That, I don't know. I like I like this, this verse here. At the end of the water, a red sun is rising, and the stars are all going away. If you're too busy talking, you're not busy listening. Hear what the land has to say. Just picture myself sitting on a beach listening to the waves. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I like that. I can't wait to listen to that one. <laughs> I wish I had the I wish I had the good version. <laughs> Did you find the, what's my sack lyric? No, it's, it doesn't list it. 
He ad-libbed like my son. Yeah, he ad-libbed like my son. It's got to be in there well, because it's the fourth line not? of the verse. It's part, yeah, it is part of the verse. So I'm always, okay, I'm going to read it's the whole song. talking to a bartender. Whiskey's gone, but I ain't leaving. There's got to be a bottle in the back. Whiskey's gone, but I ain't leaving. Got to get this devil off my back. While I stumble my way into my local bar where I saw the devil in my glass. The bartender told me it was time to go. I told oh that he could lick my sack. <laughs> See? Glass? He could rhyme ass, but no, he would pick sack. Well, ass is more offensive than sack. Mm. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. If you look at him as words, then yes. It has to be like that doctor on Family Guy. Because I have the sack here. Yeah, exactly. He had a little bag of something, but it was really dirty. It had been dragging on the ground. I don't know. Maybe it's just the, the mental picture. <laughs> the, yeah, mental picture. Let's go. Yeah, on. Mike immediately goes for the balls. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's <laughs> Look at my sack. <laughs> but well, ass is perfect. It must be all. You wouldn't even let like, say the word ass, ass in the 80s. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even say the word ass on television yeah, but it's so in the less, 80s. It's so unoffensive They're now. In the 80s. It's, it's all over the place now. And it's not a, it's a, it's a well, you know doesn't really offend anybody. Lick my sack, it just sounds terrible. <laughs> it's the mental images of... You must be getting old. You're like a snobby Tipper Gore. <laughs> brought your own images. Smug. Stop. Stop me. <laughs> I screwed up this show. Wow. You're a smug. Tipper Gore wait, never wait, censored wait, anything. Like she just wanted ratings. She didn't want censorship. Like Mike does when he wants to change the lyrics. Man, give me a censor. I was trying to think of the chick that was against married with children from around here, but I couldn't remember. Oh, Terry Ricolta. something, wasn't it? Yeah. Terry Ricolta. Okay, you're a smug Terry Ricolta. <laughs> Cut all that other shit out. <laughs> oh, now I have to censor. That's more, yeah. more work for How liquor. ironic. <laughs> all right, so I'm not a fan of the liquor. Oh, I think this is the song you were talking about, Colder Weather. Now we're on to Colder Weather. We did call you Maggie. Is this the song you were talking about? Um, I like Colder Weather. It starts off really slow. But lyrically, I like colder weather. I don't I like colder weather. Like <laughs> you know what this no. reminds me of? No, yeah, this is a slow what, one. This, yeah, this is a slow one. This reminds me of... Settle Me the, Down the, is the one I'm talking about. Who sings oh, the okay. Please Come to Boston? She says, no, Ramblin' Man, why don't you uh, settle down? You know what I'm talking about? It was like big in the Yeah, he sings the... the Ramblin' Rangers Man, thing. why don't you settle down? Because LA Mason, ain't your head kind head of town. Cause no, there ain't no, no gold and there ain't nobody like me. <laughs> it's not I'm the number one fan of the I know Dave Loggins. Dave Loggins. David Loggins. Okay. That's what His this friends is. call him Dave. The first Sorry, thing, I mean, because he David says. Loggins. For the rest of us, it's David for Schmo. I don't know why. That's Smug Schmo. Mr. Loggins. It's Dave Loggins. <laughs> this song, that instantly popped into my head when I heard <laughs> the song. Smug Schmo. <laughs> Wow. But I feel like I did I win anything? I got the thing. <laughs> Lyrically, he really stands out. There's some in this song to me. The chorus it, is good, the the harmonizing is good. The band picks it up on this song to me. I think the band's very clear. It's a very good sound. I, I, I really like the beginning, this. but it does pick up. I really like this song. <laughs> <bailed. laughs> You're oh, so really slow. <laughs> Settle Me Down is the next song I might just mentioned. Yeah, now Settle Me ago. Down, that's the one. It's like, it's like... White Reggae. Where, where the boat leaves from. It's the exact same song, yes, basically. this is it. They just changed the lyrics around. Yeah. It, it, even the intonations are the same. Like the inflections yeah. of the words and the pattern. I f- almost find myself singing uh-huh. along where the boat leaves from. It just fits. Yeah. It goes the same way. 
And is Buffett in this? Yes. Okay. Because I didn't think, I thought he was only on the one side. Yeah, he's song. not credited, but well, I don't know if he's credited in the credits. He's not credited on my I, copy. I, I didn't notice it, no. But, uh, yes, you he's, can hear I, I would, spoken word. I would it. bet massive amounts of money that that's Buffett. Which song are we talking about? Settle Me Down. Yeah, nobody's listed on my album. But you can clearly hear Buffett in it. Yes. He, he says the line about this camp. I think he says, played on country yeah, radio. I think he says two lines. He's mouthing off from the peanut gallery. Yeah, it's definitely Buffett. Now, Buffett may sing. I, I haven't picked him out, so I don't know if he actually sings in any of it, but I, I definitely the spoken word stuff he says. Mm-hmm. So it's a good song, but it's the same song. It's because I like the other song. I have to like this one, too. So, I don't know. But I could see this one getting airplay in the summertime as well. And she's walking away with Alan Jackson. Comma, with Alan like Jackson. the title of the stage, she's walking away. This might be lyrically. This, oh, like, I really like this there song. There you go. I was going to say, this is, uh, these are some good lyrics in this one. This is one of the best lines ever. And my heart won't tell my mind to tell my mouth what it should say. And the way that he says it, it's just so smooth. I really like that line. Sorry. That's good lyrically. It's a good song. <laughs> I had to hold, lick my sack. When he got that. <laughs> like, no, he's not going to lick my sack. Like, my sack won't lick my balls. I tell my sack what my balls should do. I sense a rewrite. And this one also has Alan Jackson. Yes, and and he sounds great in there. It, it fits well. He's the he's like the. The old man yeah, giving the advice. It's a country advice song. Yeah, yeah. I guess there's a whole genre. You were so old because remember when Hal Jackson was the young country dude? Yes, I was thinking that today mm-hmm. when I heard this. Even when he when he won all the awards for Five O'clock Somewhere, he was like talking about it. He was like embarrassed he's won all these awards because he was one of the older dudes. I'm like, no, you're one of the younger dudes. No, that's right. It's been years. Yeah, yeah. I still remember him. As and now the, it's uh, been years since that. Yep. I thought about that exact thing. So yeah, he's in Zach Brown as the youngster. Yep. And he's the youngster. It's weird. But this is a uh, it's a good song lyrically. You'll uh, enjoy this one. Moving on. Keep me in mind. And this is another song that's pretty darn strong lyrically. I like this one as well. And uh, musically, it's good too. Thoughts on Keep Me in Mind? I thought it was okay. It had a 70s sound. I thought it had a 70s kind of sound. 70 country? 70-ish. No, like 70s rock sound. Yeah. Like an album-oriented rock sound. Hmm. And there were a couple other songs near the end of the CD that kind of had a 70s sound. So I guess that's I guess that's like retro or something. That's the new, uh, Maybe. That's the new sound bands are shooting for nowadays. I didn't put that together. Like the next song, matter of fact. Okay, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Scott's who knows? This is, the, who knows? this is the monster song. This is the the, oh, the, the, the concert song? rock song. Yeah, I didn't care for that. Which reminded me of Shooting Stars' Last Chance. Call me, <laughs> call me smug, but I didn't care for this one. This is, uh, I don't want to hear drum solos on a record that I buy. You know, <laughs> It's okay at a show, but I don't want to like, I could just I could just imagine the the smoke rising up, the dry ice rising up, and the lasers yeah. shooting out over the audience. No, I haven't heard. There's actually a drum. You solo. have a bunch of songs on this, so if you have one song with the drum solo, 
Everybody's got. I know, solo. but you're not going to sit there and Everybody. listen to the CD and hear sit through the drum solo. Yeah, you don't you're have time skip for exactly. You don't have time for a ten time. minute song with a drum solo. You didn't have time for a six minute song when you drove an hour and a half. That's right. You don't have time for a ten minute song. But record. I, even even so, even knowing how long it was, I didn't think it was all that interminable. I was able to make it to the end. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was impressed that it it didn't. I didn't stop midway and take a break and have a sandwich or something. I, I sat there and listened to the whole thing. seems odd to me that it's didn't not care. at the end of the album. You know, like that kind of song. I think it's too easy to bail out if you put it at the, at the yeah, end maybe. of the album. Maybe. Well, you know, like God's Own Drunk. I think that was the last song. Well, I can see him doing that at a show. Sure, why not? And, and that's fine. But I don't want to hear it on a CD. Maybe if I bought a live concert CD and it's on there, maybe I'll think about listening to it but not this one it's a studio thing ridiculous <laughs> the next song is Martin and is this also a live version of Foundation no. oh is it on the Foundation it is on the Foundation that's live okay, okay. same as Let It Go alright I did not hear that before yeah so yeah this was new for me um, it's a good song it's a good song I enjoyed it I meant the live version it took, took a while to get what he was singing about but at least after the first verse. Um, but then guitar. it hit me and I'm thinking, hey, all right, it's cool. I have one of those. I was impressed that he got the direct object correct, so I gave him bonus points for saying between Martin and me instead of Martin and I, which has now become my number one pet peeve. Number one, really? Yes. Wow. It is my number one pet peeve. I've been He's hearing. So <laughs> I've been hearing from you and I, or the equivalent thereof, Constantly on television, it's driving me crazy. I swear to God, not one writer on television ever took an English class. You're, yeah, you and my mom would have a ball watching. <laughs> oh my God, it's, it's and correcting me all the time. Oh, I'm sorry, correcting uh, I all the time. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't piss him off. Yeah, don't even. Yeah, you <laughs> skate on thin ice, Mister, <laughs> Mister Man. Make this, day Make this Day is the last official track. I am not remembering this one. It's his gospel song. I passed out last oh. night and never made it home. Wound up on the bus to San Antonio. My head hurts bad and I ain't wearing shoes. Gonna find my wallet and my way back home to you. We're gonna make this day a little better than the last. It's amazing how slow days like this can go. Find a way to wash away any regret you have. Don't let this moment pass. Live inside this day. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> what, that? Or that's the song. <laughs> that was okay. It was, uh... Now we're on to the. I'm sorry. Skip it right ahead. So it's like a gospelish. Yeah, it's just okay. I... Well, so it's a the story of the, of the drunk or something getting uh, mm-hmm. busted and trying to his girlfriend to pick him up. It's a country song. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it was okay. No. There's nobody hitchhikes anymore. This is what I have. I think what I have issues with. Why well, put a line about hitchhiking in there? Who it's all part of that '70s retro that I was talking. Now I'm back on the, the licking of the sack thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not exclusive now I'm back, to the '70s. Back on my street, <laughs> thumb in the air. Don't know how the hell that I got here, but I'm gonna hitch that ride. If it's the last thing I do, I'm gonna find my wallet and bring it home to you. The, I'm under the impression that. Bring it home uh, to you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm under the impression that they hitchhike like crazy in the south, but not around here anymore. Yeah, that's true. It's way too dangerous to hitchhike up there. Yeah, remember we used to see hitchhikers all the time? Yeah. Yeah, maybe down there. With cell phones and stuff. I don't know. It's just 
that's the impression I'm under. I mean, it's probably could be completely wrong because they have country songs that reference hitchhiking. Thumb in the air. So on Mike's bonus tracks, he has Oh My Sweet Carolina and Nothing. <laughs> the song's actually called Nothing. But the Oh My Sweet Carolina, I believe that is live and actually, because yeah, oh yeah. it says live. Hey, hey. Um, and I like this song. It's got, uh, it's like an ode to uh, the uh, smug James Taylor. Because mm. uh, it's even got the little guitar lick in there from uh, the James Taylor tune. <laughs> the James Taylor tune. So, uh, I don't know, I like this song. Yeah, I, I liked all the bonus songs. And nothing is a studio? I'm, you know, drawing a blank. Scott, help me out. Yeah, I don't have lyrics to that one, but no. the rest were. It's nothing. Hmm. And what does Scott have? Two more tracks? Every Little Bit, which is Alive. Um, that was a good up-tempo song. And Smoke Rise, which I thought was good. He's going to be rec studio recordings on the next album. Or the live version. Maybe. Hey, you know what you guys haven't talked about? RCPM. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, sure. that's right. Since it's been so long since it's recorded. It's been a long time. But it's only been two weeks. Or no, just a little bit. Ten days since we saw the show. Yeah, we can have. So, I mean, overall, if I'm going to do give you a complete album review, this album is listenable to. I am overly impressed to the point of being suspect um, with his sincerity and his lyric writing. I'm so-so on the music writing. I think there's a lot of similarities. I think they're good at what they do, but I'm just hearing too many similarities, which is one of the reasons that I don't like country, because a lot of country sounds like country. But I like this album, and I like Zach Brown. I'm looking forward to it. This is cool. But in terms of album, I do like Pass Zach. <laughs> I would say that I like Pass the I'm Jar so better. Afraid. If you're, if you, let's say you, he has basically three albums. Let's go with Foundation, Past the Jar, and this one. To me, I'd listen to Past the Jar all day long and steal about four solid tracks from this album. I, you know, I think I find this listenable all the way through, I, except for the ten minute marathon. And Joe, what part does he like? And <laughs> one line. Yeah. <laughs> He suddenly crude for two seconds. All of a sudden, yeah. It doesn't even fit. I mean, it's just rhyming all his other. You're rhyming the word glass. Why would you throw that in there like that? Because it's funnier. Well, Roger doesn't rhyme. Well, and that counterclockwise is trying to get the line right. I started thinking again. That's a second track. I'm aware that Mickey was watching. That's a second I was waiting for you to complete your sentence. Yeah. Speaking of Roger, he likes to watch. We you saw sing. Roger came to the North Coast, but yeah, to not the capital. To Magic Bag, yeah, yeah to different venues. Lansing, Lansing, Michigan, just up the street from the state capitol building. And he had a special opening act. Who yeah. we who we have uh, friend of the show, friend of the show, Chad Hecker. We've interviewed him, Chad. Yes, he's been on the show before. Congratulations to Chad. Heckler, he was, he was good. He was yeah, good. I thought it was excellent. I, I, he ended his set with a Railbender song and brought on Jim Dalton, who used to be in Railbenders, but now plays guitar for yeah. 
the peacemakers, and so it was kind of cool. I thought it was a really cool way to to merge from yeah. opening act to the feature players, but they still took a fifteen minute break in between. But still, it was pretty cool. But the uh, Chad was playing, he, except for the Railbender song, was all original stuff and stuff we heard. And do we have CD. access to this now? Just the Railbender song. No, like Chad doesn't have a. He's got, he's got his CD that we've got. I, we had the CD, but this live was better than. But the it CD. blew the CD away because yeah. it's more. It's it, the CD is really subdued and um, very acoustic, and at this show, it it, it was a rocking band and it was. They, uh, they, he was good. Yeah, they, he was really music. good. It, it was, was excellent. It, it was, was excellent. You would buy this CD. I swear to God. If the the band should re-record the CD, yeah, no, that's what I was thinking when they were performing. I like would songs, that CD should be the wheelie. Have come alive. This band's fizzy fuzzy. Yeah, really, it's it's. Uh, he just it kept playing and playing. He didn't want him to stop. I mean, it sounded great. It was really good. Yeah, was he was very, all nervous, and then he just got. He, to, he, he celebrated. He got schnockered. <laughs> yeah, he spent the entire concert. He's still, uh, you know, plastered. according to him, he's still hung over the other day. <laughs> There's a big story. He surprised he wasn't still drunk the next mm -hmm. day. There's a big story. Something happened after, and he says, because uh, I talked to him oh. after that, and he said he didn't have time to tell me the story. He was at a lunch or something like that. He said, I'll, I'll, mm. I'll call you back. i got to tell you. <laughs> so something, there was some story beyond this, so. I'll get the scoop. But he was, he was schnockered. Yeah, they had, their bus was way better than Rogers. <laughs> they rented this motorhome thing. Yeah. You know, like a tailgate heaven. I guess it was a surprise for Chad. I, I guess his friends and family pitched in or something to get it for him for his, you know, his big premiere. No, cool. It wasn't like a camper thing. It was just a big no, it was, monster So he had home. the bus, yeah. this rickety old bus, mm -hmm. and this beautiful brand new Shiny. Oh. All right, well, let's end the show. I guess we're back. All right. Good night. Thanks for participating in our album review. I enjoyed it. We're back. We're back. <laughs> See, it's not bad. I said 11.15, we'd finish, and it's 11.17. Hey, hey. There you go. You're the man. We're not exactly done, though, are we? I still have a few words about RCPM. Yeah, we can go. Yeah, the, uh, well, we just talked about the Chad thing, and it was just, it was, I was so impressed. It was great. And he was so worried about forgetting lyrics and stuff all week. And uh, he said there were some I mistakes be. I didn't pick and up. The, and the drummer was really concerned about the Railbender song because it's yeah. really fast. Yes. Hey, my daddy, but I had a it's on my It's on my uh, bag right there. Thank you. It's on my sack. You'll <laughs> <laughs> get it. The drummer's wife was telling us how worried the drummer was about the Railbender song because it's really fast. Chad and I was guess, worried, too. I guess they were having trouble doing it in rehearsal. And luckily, the wife said that this was that that night's performance was the best they'd ever done it. And Chad said that too. He said all these we've rehearsed for a couple of weeks now, and tonight was the best we've sounded during the live Perfect. live gig. That yeah. sounded better than any other time. What more can you ask? That's for? that's the way it's supposed to be. The evening, yeah. Pete. And it was just a waste of time having Roger there afterwards. <laughs> no, he he was excellent. Chad was excellent. Yeah. But uh, the the Roger show, um, I thought the the sound in that venue was really good. Yeah, okay, probably better than, better than uh, better the last couple of Magic Bag. The Magic Bag. You so yeah. now the, sh the, the, the set list for this. I I think we heard never thought for the first time. 
Really? I don't remember hearing Never Thought, and I don't think we heard it in Mexico. If we did, that doesn't count. I, yeah, I don't. So we might have heard in Mexico, but I don't think we did. Never Thought. I don't. We have not heard Interstate very much. That's rare. That is yeah, definitely rare. That used to be rare. Now it's, he seems to be doing it every show. Okay. And it's, it's hard because he has set lists go crazy with Rogers. So it's hard to. But Never Thought's definitely. Sucker Punch. And Sucker Punch. I think we only heard it once in Mexico. Heard it Did Mexico. we hear Sucker Punch? Have you heard Sucker Punch? I thought I have heard it before. Well, we heard it at the Magic Bag last time. Oh, did we? Yeah. Because that's when I turned around to yell, you dick, at you. <laughs> and, and there was a girl standing girl. right behind okay. me, so I yelled, oh, there you, you go. dick, there right you in the face. Yeah. And I was very disappointed you didn't do it this time. And I didn't do it. I don't want to yell in anybody's face standing behind me. I wanted to, but of course I was holding the recorder, so I had to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I just yelled at Somebody out. needs to call you. I yelled it forward. Yeah, that, uh, but Never Thought was, was mine. This is the one thing. If Roger say, hey, what song should I play tonight? I would say Never Thought. I've never, I don't think I've heard Easy unless we heard it in Mexico. It's hard to remember. I requested a song, but nobody passed along my request. Yeah, yeah. What was it? On Delay. Second time you forgot. I know. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Now, I do remember it now that you say it. <laughs> you just but I couldn't shout out anything because I was holding the recorder. Stupid bootlegging. It gets in the way of a good time. <laughs> I didn't that wouldn't be good to that. But I, like, lost Mickey. That was on. Hey, the kids stand right next to me, no. and I was moving around. So. No, that was during the chat thing. Cause yeah, before maybe. I was, it was they had uh, um, the main floor was open, but at the back of the floor they had tables set up, and Mike's sister and brother-in-law snagged a table, which was cool. So I just stayed there. I was thinking I could actually sit and watch the show since I'm a lazy fat ass and enjoy sitting now when watching concerts but as soon as roger started they flooded the dance floor and blocked my view so i had to stand up but at least i had a chair nearby to at least lean on and i had a pillar too our table was right by a pillar so i had a pillar to lean on so that was nice i found myself in the back at one of those tables you lean yeah you lean bar tables the tall ones Hmm. leaning on so that was cool and chad was making his way all over the place (laughs) then i found myself up with chad and mike at one point never thought for sure, was when I went up there and was there for a few songs. So I was moving around. And we got to speak with Jim Dalton and Roger after the show. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Jim Dalton has a podcast running. I believe we talked about this. Yes. Didn't we? Did we mention it? Oh, and I don't know if we mentioned it. I don't know if we mentioned. Well, Jim it. Dalton started a podcast. It's an official Roger Klein podcast, but he he does it himself. And, it's like uh, a brand new toy. And they record stuff on the bus in between shows, so I was able to uh, compliment him on starting an official Roger Klein podcast instead of our stupid little uh, podcast in a podcast. Yeah, that's, that's right. We mentioned it on the Twitter feed. We never talked about it. We just mentioned it on the Yeah, Twitter I got to catch up. I got no headphones. And he was, uh, he was happy to hear that there was a listener, but I, I can't believe that I'm the only one who's mentioned No, I get the idea that he he gets a number of emails because he does receive emails, although he did remember Mick's email. Mick did send him an email. Yeah, I contacted him through Twitter because it was right around John Lennon's uh, birthday anniversary, his 70th birthday, and I thought it would be really cool for the Peacemakers to do a John Lennon song because I assumed that any band can just launch into a Beatles song or a John Lennon song. And uh, Lennon's birthday would have been... Uh, the 9th, which would have been Chicago, and we would have seen them the very next day, the 10th, in Lansing. So I was hoping that 
they do the song on the ninth and then go, you know, what the heck, it was such a hit last night. Let's do it again tonight so I could hear it. And uh, he said that he did see the message and he did talk about it with the band, but they just didn't come up with anything. But I thought I was I was you know delighted to hear that they actually discussed it. No, they they thought about yeah, it, cool. but they didn't like they didn't all know a Beatles song apparently that they could they felt comfortable playing. So like Big said, I would think anybody that's in a band knows a Beatles song. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But they did talk about it, so make yeah, I was I was happy with just that. Through. I mean, it's it's too bad that it didn't come through, but I'm happy enough that they even took me seriously and discussed it amongst themselves. But the podcast is pretty interesting. I mean, they have uh, if somebody meanders by, he brings them in and talks to them, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they have like news segments and one they did like a sports report. Boots did a sports report. He was just talking about. Like uh, sports, headlines. yeah, it's great. I mean, it, it's it's not only great to listen to, but it's great for them. They can kill time in between shows. Yeah. So I mean, it's like a win-win for everybody. Yeah, I gotta catch up with this. Yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I hope they keep doing it. I hope he doesn't get tired of his toy. And <laughs> it, it takes a lot to keep going for however the hell long you can go with it. Ten seasons. Yeah, but I mean, he's got a, a captive crew. You guys, it's like herding cats. But, I mean, they're all on the bus together. Makes like a herding podcast. Get a podcast. Get a podcast. Oh, not gonna podcast. <laughs> Bastards. Yep. So I guess we're winding down. I'm winding down, and so, I don't have a joke. Here's my my last chance to sneak in a concert roundup. This one is from Jones Beach from the end of August, and it's the first show of the fifth leg of the tour. He only did three shows this leg. And the interesting thing about this leg of the tour is he did not do Big uh, big Top. I keep wanting to say Big Rig all the time. <laughs> he did not do Big Top. Oh, wow. Which it's is, a Big Top tour. Yeah, exactly. That so he just, he just took away the reason for the tour name. <laughs> Instead of Big Top, they, I believe all three shows, they did Brown Eyed Girl at the end of the first half of oh. the show. Wow. But anyway, here we go for the uh, concert highlights for Jones Beach. And then after that, we'll be saying goodbye for another month and a half. <laughs> He's got this attitude coming of a jaded. Well, we deserve it. Exactly. Oh, it's the Bing and Bob show. Oh, Bing. Which, which, one, are, which one are you? Uh, you're, you're Bob. I'm Bob. He's Bob. Hey, Bing. Right? Bing. Bing. Uh, when was the last time you played here? Uh, do, do. Well, I played here in 34, Bob, uh, with Guy <laughs> right Obardo and the Royal Canadians. That's right. <clears throat> Actually, that's Mike Utley, and I'm Jimmy, and we are at Jones Beach on a beautiful night on Long Island, as in the Jones iced tea. Yeah. I believe there are people out there drinking a little Long Island iced tea. You know, I can there. verify. You can verify that? Yeah, yeah. You've been out there? I've been out there. They're, they're doing that. But you know what else we got out there tonight? What's that? The first ever Land Shark beer delivery truck made it here today. People are getting their picture made with the truck. What I are we, t- chopped liver? I tell you what, it's a good-looking truck. It's a good-looking truck? <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we, it's got good-looking stuff in it. Well, I, I heard through the grapevine that you might be doing a couple of runs with that truck. And you never can tell. I might be I might be out there delivering. Be careful only if you live in the long, greater Long Island area. That's right. never can tell. Uh, <clears throat> but we're happy to be here. This is uh, like second home, you know. Oh, yeah. Pretty night, yeah. end of the summer, hurricane party. That's it. It's, it's coming this Earls way. Earls are coming. We get this one in. Everybody down in Virginia, batting down the hatches. That's We're coming right. in. We're good for hurricanes. 
But no, it's fun. Winds are blowing, and uh, we're ready to go. Hi. What else you got to say? Anything? We got Sonny Landers with us. Tonight. Oh yeah, that's it's been a while. It's, that has. Yeah. It's always good to have Sonny it in the is. band. It, it, and we had 127. I had 127 people on my guest list. And you had, had to. You. You, it looked like you had to meet about 100 of them. I met 100 people tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I'm ready to get on that stage. Right. Little security there. Yes, and with you next to me in my security blanket, you <laughs> Bob the security blanket here yeah. and Bing. Well, let's go. Let's let's waste no further time here. Let's get right. out there and do it. All right. We've, we've met enough guests. That's it. Time <laughs> to go on with the show. Time to get out there. All right. So, everybody, hang on. Here we go. Long Island, Tuesday night. All right. Woo! We've already talked about how the concerts this year would start with either Nobody From Nowhere or Piece of Work. Tonight at Jones Beach, Jimmy played both, with Nobody From Nowhere as the opener and Piece of Work second. Jimmy combined both A and B set lists, cramming Cuban Crime of Passion, Knees of My Heart, Schoolboy Heart, Window on the World, and Weather With You into this concert. He even skipped an intermission. Jimmy stayed on stage to perform three solo acoustic songs instead of the usual videos. Scarlet Pagonias was one of the encores, and the final song was When the Coast is Clear. You have to have that schoolboy heart and that schoolgirl kind of mentality, so... Uh... I believe we're dealing with the right people with the right mentality here this evening. What do you think, Professor Utley? There's no doubt. <laughs> A man of few words and many keys there. Get away. That was a cloud. Well, a large cloud of some herbal thing swept across us there. Glad to see that the medical marijuana contingency is alive and well out there. How's that glaucoma doing, huh? How many fingers am I holding up? Yeah, some of you are wondering. No, there's no break tonight. We play it all through, baby. Uh-huh. Don't you know it gets so goddamn lonely? Yeah, I'm growing older, but not a. Get lunch in school. Have that burger in the city where you have the, the big burger mac mac and Allie will explain get your shit together put your plug up <laughs> semi-professional show business you know you could make it big if you do good here <laughs> this is the man from mississippi who locked himself in a car after church one day and ate the entire chocolate cake destined for his family picnic yep yep now explain the cheeseburger part. <laughs> oh, you asked me to do something while I was with my house? I said, where did you have the cheeseburger? Oh, I, I, tore up, I tore up a Shake Shack uh, the last two days in, in town in there, and I represented. You guys are doing all right with the cheeseburger. Okay, okay. The time has come, the walrus said, to speak of many things. Shoes and ships and ceiling wax of pirate kings. 
Christmas coming. This is no surprise. You got that dangerous shark thing going on in your eye. It's the only place I love. Wish it hadn't happened. But we'll still all be here. Surf's up. Let's keep it clear. Thank you, Long Island. Love you. So Thank you all. God bless. Good night. My mom sent me a joke. It was a golf joke. I don't know if you want to. Your mom always says the best jokes. This isn't that great. It's a joke. Well, they cracked Mike up at least. I know. <laughs> well, it's just because it comes from my mom. <laughs> well, a dyslexic walks into a bra. <laughs> well, well he, still he, makes here he me goes laugh. again. <laughs> still cracks me up. <laughs> he cried that day. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. I could barely say those, the, deliver the lines. <laughs> there was something, I can't find it now. Damn it. It's something about an old man. Like eighties, he goes to golf by himself. Ah, here we go. An, octo- an octogenarian who was an avid golfer moved into the new town and joined a local country club. He went to the club for the first time to play, but was told there wasn't anybody he could play with because they were already out on the course. He repeated several times that he really wanted to play. Finally, the assistant pro said he would play with him and would give him a twelve-stroke handicap. The eighty-year-old said, "I really don't need a handicap as I've been playing quite well." The only real problem is I. The only real problem I have is getting out of sand traps. And he did play well. Coming into the 18th, the old man hit a long drive, but it landed in one of the sand traps around the hole. Shooting from the sand trap, he hit a very high ball, which landed on the green and rolled into the hole. The pro walked over to the sand trap where the opponent was still standing. He said, "Nice shot." But I thought you said you have a problem getting out of sand traps. Replied the octogenarian, "I do. Please give me a hand." The audio can't see you lift your hand up. <laughs> I like how you demonstrated it for us. So anyway. That's like found the North Coast. Wasting 